going on. Now on FM 1071. And so now, eating eggs is good for your heart. Well, let me just tell you what. In moderation, Trey. In moderation. Of course, anything that expensive has to be good for you. I eat 12 eggs a day, a dozen every day, and I got to tell you something, man. Let me just tell you, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. You're not pulling that one off. In fact, all that stuff you just said for four and a half minutes, I may be a white boy, but I ain't stupid. Let's hear it, Jimmy. Cut number two. And by the way, you know, I'm not, I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know where the power is. Okay, stop, stop. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. You're a white boy. You're a stupid white. You're a stupid cracker. That's what you are. You're a stupid white boy. But here's the problem. All right, before we go too far, let me play for you the problem. Cut numero uno, Jimmy. Here's the problem. See, if I think he's gonna get in. <laughs> Uh, cut number three, Jimmy, because uh, here's the problem. See, cut number three. To check if you qualify for the ACP, look at your neighbor. <laughs> to check if you qualify, go to getinternet.gov. To check if you qualify, go to internet.gov. So, if you get rid of one, the, the stupid white boy, you get rid of him. <laughs> That's what you got left right there. Right. So that's the pro- that's the real problem the, that we're the, in. The walking tickle me Elmo. Walk yes, right? exactly yeah. right. Wow. I don't. How do you even comment on this? How do you even comment on this? Well, if anybody is going to train, it will be me. It'll be you. That's exactly right. Because you know why? Because I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. I'm not a stupid white boy. I'm not a stupid cracker. <laughs> you know, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but stupid ain't one of them. So, uh, anyway, that's our president and our vice president. Right. I'm not believing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, believe it, son. There you go. <sighs> okay, so we got a lot of stuff to dive into today. Right. I'm going to ask questions about balloons because whatever happened, we were all obsessed with balloons last week and shooting them. Right. We were shooting balloons last week with $500,000 missiles from F-22s, and now we're not shooting squiggly men Where a simple slingshot would have sufficed. Right, but, I mean, now the obsession with shooting balloons is apparently all over with because we stopped. Yeah, but I kind (laughs) of like the shooting of the balloons. It was fun to watch. (laughs) And now... And now we we have the Mexican president saying the elves are loose in the trees in Mexico. What the hell is going on here? Hey, they make some delicious fudge-dried cookies in those trees. Come on. True. Oh, man. You don't live far from Keebler. Yeah, He's right all. down the street yeah, from you. Right? That's incredible what's going on. Okay. So good morning to you, sir. And good morning to you, sir. And good morning to you, ma'am. 210-599-5555. All right, so since we're talking about whites and blacks, uh, San Francisco Reparations Committee came out with their recommendations yesterday. Every black resident gets $5 million. <sighs> Every black resident gets $5 million. Slavery was never legal in California, by the way. The $5 million is on top of debt forgiveness and $97,000 a year income for the rest of your life. No math formula was used to come up with this. It was just done. So I got a comment on something that we left off where in Rima yesterday morning that I made about this whole Dilbert and Scott Adams thing that I want to be perfectly clear about this. If you're not up to speed on the story, Scott Adams, who draws Dilbert, made a lot of money drawing Dilbert, and now he's being canceled from newspapers across the country. His distributor dropped him yesterday. No more Dilbert in the newspaper. Blah, 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 blah. And what did he do to get canceled? Well, he was talking about a poll on a podcast that shows half of uh, black Americans say it's not okay to be white. Okay? They don't like whitey. And that's that's what the poll showed. It was a Rasmussen poll. So he said, look, you know, that's a hate group right there, and I would stay away from them. That's basically what he said. And, oh, boy. Yep. So the newspapers across the country dropped him. His distributor dropped him. No more Dilbert in the newspaper or whatever. Now, look. That's not the story. Scott Adams is not the story. Okay? That's a man's opinion, and we are, in America, 
we're losing our rights to voice our opinions. Whether you agree with him or not, whether you're triggered by him or not, that's irrelevant. He has a right to his opinion. Whether it's a good opinion or a bad opinion, a right opinion, a wrong opinion in your view, you know, it doesn't matter. We have a right in this country to free speech and to have our own opinions. So that is not, Scott Adams is not the story. You're being gaslit, America. You're being gaslit once again. Just like the elves in Mexico is gaslighting all the Mexicans trying to take their attention off of what AMLO just did where he seized control of all of the elections in Mexico and now he controls who's going to be the governor in all the various states in Mexico, who's going to be the next president in Mexico, and it all leads back to the cartels, okay? And he's now, because all these protests are happening in Mexico, tens of thousands are showing up. He's going, look, there's elves in the trees. Don't look at this. Don't look what I just did. Look at the elves in the trees. Okay. Okay. They're doing the same thing here on this poll. Look at Scott Adams. How awful a person is he? He's uh, saying you ought to stay away from black people. What a horrible man. That's not the story. The real story out of this is why... Do half of black America, why does half of black America say it's not okay to be white? And number two, what and how does that affect society going forward? We talked about the black on white crime that is increasing across the country. The black on cop crime that is increasing across the country. What do you think is going to happen? When you are teaching little children in school from the time they are yay big that white people are horrible and white people are racist just because their skin is white. This is exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get a poll that says half of black America says it's not okay to be white. That's the story. Not Scott Adams and Dilbert being canceled from the newspaper. So what? So what? The story is, what America, what, what are we going to be like? You know, we already see the results of this. We already see the results of CRT. Very predictable. And so what are we going to be like going forward? And what do we do about it? Now that half of black America says it's not okay to be white, and we're seeing the uptick in crime, and we're teaching children, little elementary, kindergarten elementary school kids, that just because that other person sitting in that room is white, that they are bad, that they are racist, they're a horrible person, they should kneel before you. That's the story. That's the problem. Don't be gaslit by all this other crap that goes on. Keep your eye on the ball and see what's going on. And we'll be back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Here in South Texas, we're used to the long summers and Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. All right, baby. Yeah, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Nope, not me. 520, <laughs> 550 KTSA FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Got a new video up there about the Wuhan lab leak. I'm going to talk more about that uh, coming up. But first, uh, prayers for Joaquin Castro for a quick recovery from his surgery and the uh, the cancer diagnosis. May that cancer be uh, destroyed in his body to uh, never come back. And Joaquin, we're praying for you, buddy. 210-599-5555. So Janet Yellen uh, jumps on a plane yesterday, not to be outdone by the boss, you know. And she makes a surprise fly <laughs> to Ukraine. Hey, that's the new thing to do. Make a surprise fly into Ukraine and take a bunch of U.S. taxpayer money with you. Because Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, flew into Ukraine yesterday, went and found Voldemar Zelensky and said, ha ha. So Joe was here last week. He gave you $500 million. I'm going to give you $1.25 billion. <laughs> okay? All right. So who do you like better anyway, huh? So the president was here last week and he gave you $500 million. I've got $1.25 billion for you. Oh, and by the way, the other thing she is doing is she's going to seize $300 billion in Russian bank assets and give them to Zelensky. Boy, this dude's doing all right, ain't he? Huh? For, for a naked dancer in a naked vi- yes, I said naked, in a naked dancing video, he's doing okay. Yes, he is, as a matter of fact. 
Janet Yellen saying yesterday she was handed out to cast uh, Zelensky, America will stand with Ukraine as long as it takes. Now, I'm going to go back to my original question that I've asked a million times here on this radio program. What does that mean? Nobody can answer that. Nobody will ask the president or Janet Yellen or the defense secretary or anybody else who has used that phrase, we're with Ukraine for as long as it takes. For as long as what takes? I mean, what does that mean? For as long as it takes. Well, okay, does that mean if if Putin stops shelling and stops blowing up stuff, we're done? No, it doesn't. What that means is is that we're going to continue to pour money into Ukraine forever, just like we always have. That money is laundered, and it is sent back to politicians and their families and their associates. And Ukraine has been used that way forever, not only by the United States. For as long as it takes, we're going to stay in this with Ukraine. Okay, fine. Well, um, that, U.S. taxpayer dollars are going to be going in there forever. And Janet Yellen went in there with another $1.25 billion yesterday on top of what Joe Biden took in there last week, $500 million. Another $1.25 billion now from the United States. I guess every, I guess, I, I'm guessing Schumer is going to fly in today maybe, and he'll have a couple of billion because he'll want to top Janet. And, and then Pete Buttigieg, he'll fly in, you know, because he's, he's using a private jet all the time now, by the way. Yeah, he's under investigation because Pete Buttigieg will not fly any other way other than a private jet that we pay for okay dr fauci's behavior has been abominable says ted cruz i think he's done more damage than any bureaucrat in the history of the united states he has championed policies that have hurt millions of americans hurt millions of school kids in particular and has also done more to damage the credibility of the United States government when it comes to medical and scientific advice because Dr. Fauci allowed his advice to be politicized. We know Dr. Fauci, in writing, asked Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook to suppress references to the origin of COVID being from a Chinese government lab. There's a very real possibility that Fauci himself bears culpability. Well, let me tell you something, Senator. He does. He does. Senator Cruz went on to say, I believe Dr. Fauci has lied to Congress, which is a felony. Then, you know what? Arrest his ass. (laughs) Go get him and put him in handcuffs. Arrest the man. He committed a felony. He did lie. Go get him. And let's see what else did Ted Cruz say. Since then, the National Institutes for Health and Writing has contradicted, and if the Biden Justice Department were enforcing the law, they ought to be investigating Dr. Fauci for lying to Congress, which is federal crime, blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, they're not going to investigate Fauci. Fauci is God to them. Remember, Fauci is science. Even though Fauci was wrong on everything that he told us, everything that he told us, everything. He he got nothing right, zero right. He's O for a million. But yet nobody's going to hold a man accountable when we know, we know the organization he was in charge of was sending money over there to Wuhan lab. And suddenly, we got a virus out there. Let me tell you something. Um, I watched Dr. Redford yesterday. It's a great man. And he explained this very simply. He said, you know, when we had SARS and MERS, and it came out, and people were panicking about SARS and MERS, the difference is now we have less than 10,000 cases of SARS and MERS worldwide. Why is that? Because it does not transmit human to human. These viruses don't automatically do that. They have to be taught in a lab, trained in a lab by humans. And yesterday, John Kirby said the president still supports gain-of-function research. The president supports gain-of-function, which is where you take a virus, a disease that exists among animals, like bats, You take it into a lab, and you teach it how to go to human, to human, to human, to human, to human, to human. That's what happened with COVID. SARS and MERS, no. And we're down to less than 10,000 cases worldwide. 
because it was never taught in a lab. It was never, let me put it this way, it was never weaponized in a lab to be used against the West to go after our political structure and our economy. That's what I believe happened. And I, I don't know that I'm going to live long enough or any of us will still be alive when the truth comes out about COVID-19. But the truth is going to come out. And we're going to find out, I'd be willing to bet you right now, we're going to find out it was a weapon of mass destruction that was released to bring down the economies of the West, particularly the United States, and our elections. Now you can pussyfoot around all day long and say, no, no, nobody would do that to another human being. Tell me that now that we have fentanyl coming across this border like crazy and another enough fentanyl caught yesterday outside of San Diego to kill 50 million Americans, the chemical for fentanyl is made and, and mass-produced in China, sent to Mexico to the cartels who then make it into a pill and send it into our country. Don't tell me they wouldn't attack us like that. Of course they would. All right, so the changes they're trying to make to uh, to, to laws in, uh, in San Antonio and that the uh, mayor supports here, we don't have to guess about the results of this kind of thing because we see it already in cities across America. I have the proof. I have the story. I did my research. I'll tell you more about it coming up after the nudes. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hello, this is Dr. Mark Haver. I totally agree. Eating eggs is good for you. I love eggs. One of my favorite deals. I'll eat them and keep eating them. I eat them all the time. There's a debate in the Texas legislature to let people keep chickens in their backyard, by the way, Mm -hmm. because eggs down at uh, the HEB, between $6 and $9 now. (laughs) Baby. So uh, Jimmy was a little concerned because that report you ran the guy said Greece eggs, right? Eggs from Greece? The study was in Greece, right, yeah. Don? Yeah. So, yeah. Those are going to be expensive eggs importing them from that's Greece. That's not what he was saying. <laughs> no, that's not what he was saying. He said, make sure you cook your eggs in bacon grease. That's no, what he said. No, no, cook no. your eggs. Cook the bacon first, okay? <laughs> uh, cook, you know, pound of bacon. That's what you do first. And then you toss the eggs in while the bacon is still, or while, while the bacon grease is still hot in the pan. And you want to cook it, flip it one time real quick. And then when you poke it in the middle, it runs all over the plate, baby. Mm, is that making you feel good over there, Mr. Vegetarian dude? <laughs> ah, he just puked. <laughs> so you've, you've raised uh, chickens before. Of course I have. And for those who haven't, if, it's- if it walks and talks and moves and barks i've raised it well clucks we need some clucking clucking too but for people who haven't done it you're it's basically a break-even deal raising chickens well on the feed and everything that you're you're saving eggs you're basically going to break even you but but not now see that's the deal you're absolutely right usually but okay in in today's economy with eggs being what they are it's finally you're finally ahead raising your own chickens and gathering your own eggs right so I, I didn't know there was a rule against having chickens in your backyard. I, I didn't see anything about that. A, I think it's a zoning thing because in right. New Braunfels, a lot of my friends all have chickens. Cibolo. Yeah. Cibolo people got chickens in the backyard, chicken right. coops. So, you know, yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Uh, when I had a ranch, we had everything, you know, and uh, we raised it and consumed it. Sorry. <laughs> You're but, fine. But we did have tomatoes, too, and right, lettuce, yeah. stuff like that. We consumed corn. <laughs> we oh, man, we you, grew that stuff, you too. You can eat whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel about that like I feel about the trans deal. Just don't try to tell you what to eat, right? <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah so anyway, yeah, um, That's. The, I, I think it's cool if you want to raise chickens. It's about sure. time to, to start looking at I, I think it's time to start looking at that overall for a lot of the stuff that we consume because mm-hmm. prices ain't going down right now. They're no. just not, man. It's going to be a while. It's insane. Yeah. You know, especially in an instance like you where you consume a lot of eggs. Yes, I so do. It would probably be beneficial for you to Absolutely. have a, a chicken or two in the backyard. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, last time I See, saw... See, it would make sense for me because we really don't... You don't consume eggs. I, I don't eat them. You know? you, because that is... That would be... That'd yeah, be violating you know, and I just, your thing. You know, and I never really cared for them anyway. Really? No, not wow. really. No. I can't imagine a life without sausage and eggs. Oh my gosh! Bacon I mean, I, and eggs. you know, I don't. You know, I'll eat them if I have to. Yeah, but you know, it's not something I. Right. It's not something I'm going What's to your order. Preference. Or, I, see, yeah. I look at broccoli that way. 
I'd rather have that. See, I'll, <laughs> I'll eat if I have to, but it's not my yeah. preference. Right? <laughs> Green beans? No, thank you very much. Oh, come on. Uh-uh, no. Uh-uh. But if it moves, you bring it to the table. I'll, I'm sure. I'll chow on yeah. it. What did I have yesterday? I think I had manwich yesterday. So good. Oh, yeah. We call it manwich Monday around the warehouse. It's so good, man. So good. All right. Oh, the stuff from the, the sauce in the can? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, we called it Sloppy Joe's in school. Right. And now they got a fancy word for it because they can charge you $10 a can instead of a buck. And it's manwich, you know. They and don't they, call it Sloppy Joe any longer. No. Right. No. Uh, I still call it Sloppy Joe, yeah, but we you. call it manwich Monday at the house. Yeah. That, you know, because, you know, society being the way it is, yeah. it's messy Joseph. <laughs> you can't call him Sloppy no. Joe. No. Well, listen. It, it, he may be a white boy. <laughs> I knew that was but, <laughs> but Joe ain't as stupid. As, as soon as the to, to, as soon as the topic of sloppy Joe's came up, <laughs> that's right. I knew. Yeah. I could see the wh- wheels turning in your head. He may be a it, white boy, but he's, he's not I'm, stupid. And by the way, you know I'm not. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know where the power is. You know where the power is. See, he, what he was doing, he was uh, he had a bunch of black folks up at the uh, White House yesterday for Black History Month, see, and he was, of course, pandering to them. But let me tell you something. Joe's not stupid, okay? He's right. He's not a stupid cracker. What he is is, he is a, he's a, um, I, what you call those politicians that always play to their own advantage. Because what, what they said was, he was really stupid in picking Kamala as his vice president. But he wasn't. That was brilliant on his part. She checks the boxes, first of all, like Kareem. But second of all, they're not going to get rid of him when this is what you get. I think he's going to get in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you make us so Oh, uh, yeah, you do. So, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. And then you got that. So, hey, it's a great day in America. Our leadership is wonderful. Maybe he'll kill some more balloons and squiggly men today. You never know. You never know. We haven't killed a squiggly man in 10 days. It's about time, don't you think? I think so. Let's blow one you, out of the sky. You don't want the squiggly men to get overconfident. No, you yeah. do not. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be a bad thing. Anti-gun rally in Austin today. Okay, I'll say it again. Let me just, at the risk of repeating myself, gun laws don't stop criminals. Gun laws stop law-abiding citizens. Okay? MS-13, gangbangers, uh, you know, whatever, the guy who holds up the liquor store, you're not going to pass a law that's going to stop him. He's going to get his gun, and he's going to do his bad stuff. What you're going to do is stop that single mama who's got a crazy man that she's divorcing or leaving or whatever who's harassing her. You're going to prevent her from getting her 9 millimeter to save her life and the lives of her babies. That's what you're going to do, okay? All right? So these idiots, these mental idiots that are getting together in Austin today. Oh, God, it's dark. God, it's so bad. All you're doing is you're putting a target on law-abiding citizens so they will be killed. You are further advancing us toward Chicago. Brilliant move. You guys are so brilliant. You may be white, but you ain't stupid, right? Okay, coming back. We don't have to guess at the results of what is going to happen in San Antonio if Ron Nirenberg is successful in legalizing crime. We'll tell you more about that coming up. I want to tell you about River City Oral Surgery. Have you ever thought about getting out of dental pain, tooth pain for the rest of your life? I mean, never having to deal with cavities again and drilling and root canals and crowns and all of that. Have you ever thought about that? Okay. Well, Dr. Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery has the answer for all that. And the answer are dental implants at River City Oral Surgery. That could be your solution. Now, they can do all on four dental implants, uppers if you just want to do uppers, lowers if you just want to do lowers, or both. They can do it all for you at River City Oral Surgery. And he's a medical doctor as well as an oral surgeon. He offers direct patient care. His prices are right on the website. All you got to do is log on to RiverCityOMS.com, RiverCityOMS.com, and he will get you uh, ready to go. Financing's available, too. So stop the struggle with tooth pain forevermore. 
River City Oral Surgery, 210-778-0002. America's Diamond offers our five years, 60 months. Boys. Boys. First time I landed in Jamaica. Walking to the airport, the first song I heard. That one right there. Eddie Graham. Hey, it's uh, 549 now, 550 KTSA FM 1071, the Treyware page at KTSA.com. I've taken a very strong position anti this new proposition that's on the ballot that Mayor Ron Nirenberg is supporting. For whatever reason, and I I know why, he, he supports uh, going soft on crime. Number one reason is self-serving, because he's going to get this Act 4 San Antonio group to go out, knock on doors, get his streetwalkers, get a bunch of streetwalkers together. They'll knock on doors, please vote for Mayor Ron, re-elect Mayor Ron. That's, that's, that's the number one reason. But number two is he actually believes this, this communist nonsense that we got to have chaos in the streets in order to have an authoritarian government take over. And so we're talking about demoralizing police even further, and I've got a story about how Austin is just about out of police officers. 277 more are looking at leaving the police force in Austin. Wow. Anyway, I'll tell you more about that coming up. But they're working on doing the same thing here with your cops because, hey, you know, San Antonio, you can arrest somebody this morning, and by noon, you're arresting the same cat for the same crime. And they want to make it worse because what they want to do is make it a misdemeanor to steal stuff less than $750. They want to, they're going soft on crime. And Ron Nirenberg, who wants to be reelected as your mayor, is all about it. He and the other people on city council, with the exception of three of them, said, yeah, we need to have this on the ballot. We need to get this approved. We need to support this. It puts a social justice director in charge of the police department. Oh, yeah, no, this person will be in charge because all the cops will have to answer as to why you're not high, you're not arresting enough whiteies out there, whatever. And so you're going to have that, and then you're going to have driving while uh, an invalid license. That'll be fine. No problem. Theft of property less than 750 that's fine, too. Business owners, you have really, really got to mobilize on this deal. And not just through the Chamber of Commerce, whoever say, we're opposed to this, we really don't like that. No, you've got to mobilize, San Antonio. You've got to mobilize on this, get together on this, wake up your fellow citizens. This is a game changer for San Antonio. We don't have to guess at it. We don't. Other communities and other cities where they have done this are hell holes now. Crime is soaring in those places. Let me give you one example. Just a few short years ago, California passed Prop 47. Are you familiar with Prop 47? It's basically the same thing that they're trying to do in San Antonio. Felonies turn to misdemeanors. Oh, we'll go soft on crime. We got too many people in the jails. We have too much work to do trying to arrest these people. Blah, 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 blah. We're too hard on criminals. Oh, yeah. Another law for criminals and against the people who follow the law. That's the way the laws are written right now, and this will do more of that to protect the criminals and not those who actually follow the law, meaning law-abiding citizens. And the law-abiding citizens suffer the consequences. In California... Where Prop 47 passed years ago, theft and shoplifting has soared from 15% to well over 50% and continuing to grow every day. Might be up to 60% now. Criminals, fencing operations, etc. are now openly operating with impunity. Which means the cops can't do anything and don't do anything to stop it anymore. Why would they? When they go to the courthouse and the courthouse says, you didn't do anything wrong, or here's a little tap on the wrist, go right back to doing what you were doing. If you want to learn what they're trying to do to your city, San Antonio, just look up Prop 47 in California. You can read it on WikiLeaks or, or uh, Wikipedia. It's real simple. 
to do your own investigation of this and see what your mayor is trying to do to your city. Do you want that here? Do you want rampant crime in San Antonio? Where we look across the country and we see these smash and grabs at convenience stores, at CVS and Walgreens. Do you want to see that? We've seen stores like CVS and Walgreens and the others actually, and, and, and Walmart too, actually close down and leave cities because of this kind of crime. Do you want that here in San Antonio? Because of Prop 47, which is similar to what they're trying to pass here, Safeway stores in California now lock you in when you come in. Did you know that? They lock you up. You're a law-abiding citizen just there to get your eggs to make your heart healthy. And they have fences inside of the Safeway stores now. You're fenced in. You haven't done anything wrong, and now you're, the criminals are the ones that are supposed to be locked up. You're locked up behind a fence when you go into a Safeway. Why? Because you have to show your receipt. You have to scan it through a machine. Your receipt before you can leave. So they fence you. There's a fence inside the store. It's a boundary, fencing, inside the store. And they have exit points where you show, scanner, your receipt before you can leave. On top of, as I've told you in Seattle and in California and other places, you walk into a Target, you walk into a different store, whatever it might be, grocery store, their equivalent to H-E-B, and they've got guys in there that look like they're going to war in Afghanistan. They're covered from head to toe in, you know, army-type stuff with guns hanging all over them and are walking around with canine units inside the stores. These liberal blue cities, and San Antonio is a liberal blue city, have brought hell on earth into their various cities by going soft on crime. And that's exactly what this ordinance will do. Prop 47 is an eye-opener for those in California because it's destroying safety and security for law-abiding citizens. Instead of locking the bad guys up behind a fence when you go to the grocery store, you're locked into the grocery store until you leave. That's coming here, guys. It's coming here. You'll be locked into a restaurant before you can go home. You're going to have to put your card. They'll scan your card before you ever even place your order in the restaurants going forward. Why? Because Ron Nirenberg says it's okay if somebody wants to charge a $750 meal and walk out. I cannot imagine why business in San Antonio would support him other than they got their head in the trough too and they're sucking off the government and they don't want to piss off Ron Nirenberg. That's the only reason why any logical, smart-thinking business person in San Antonio would support this mayor. Back in a second, Trey Ware, KTSA. Constant tooth pain is no fun at all. It Yo, my pride and joy. You know who... No, not you, Morgan. I mean, I like you and all that. No, don't give me the finger. I like you and all that, but that's not who I think of when I hear the song. <laughs> I'm not thinking of you. Well, you were looking at me. What was I supposed to think? Well, here's what I wanted to tell you. Okay. I just heard all that that you gave me and, and, and the whole world that you just all went through. But let me tell you something. I may be a white boy, but I ain't a stupid white boy, okay? <laughs> I'm not a stupid cracker. But I'm, by the way... You know, I'm not, I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Yeah, you are. He qualifies for both. I know where the power is. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, and so if you get rid of him, this is why he's, that's why he's still there. You get this. I, I think he's going to get in. <laughs> oh, you make us so proud. You make uh, this is our leadership in America today. I, ain't a, I listen. I may be a white boy, but I ain't a stupid white boy. Is that that's not racist? There's nothing racist about that, is there? No, not at all. El presidente, super racist. Anyway, what were you gonna say? Not, nothing. I'm just <laughs> amazed and confused by the whole thing. 
<laughs> well, join the club because he certainly is too. You know, look. Yeah. I, I probably shouldn't say this. No, go ahead. Being it's in okay. My position. No, it's all right. Oh, you, you can oh, step. You're stepping out I'm of the newsroom. Stepping room. out of it. It's yeah. just an observation, right? And, and perhaps you find it humorous. Thirty thousand feet, right? Okay. All politicians pander to some extent. <laughs> yeah. But these two take it to a whole new level. <laughs> it's a different world. I couldn't kiss that much ass on a good day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. I, I got through high school based on my ability to kiss the right butts at the right time. Yeah. I don't have that type and, of. And I don't have a, that type of. And, and half a radio career too. You know that's true. That is right. You know? Because there's a yeah. certain amount of that that you do in this business on right. the way up. Yeah. So yes, sir, that's exactly right. But not like that, boy. No. She no. carries extra lipstick. You know what I mean? Because she's got to keep reapplying him too. He is a butt kisser. Whoever's in the room, he's mm-hmm. he. And, and in fact, I was really surprised that he said I may be a white boy because I was thinking he was going to say something like, "You know, I'm really black, right? You understand?" He had a bunch of black people there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm black, right? You, I'm really black, man. I'm not. Hey, yeah, yeah, what you see here, the skin. That's not really. That's not me, man. That's not me. I'm really black. Do you, you know? hear, hear how ethnic uh, Kamala got? I got. I, do listen, it again. Yeah. Yes. Listen that's how black crazy. She, how she got black she gets. suddenly real black, didn't she? I, I think he's gonna get in. He's gonna get in. <laughs> gonna get in there i mean she she pushed every amount of ethnicity she had <laughs> uh, and china's watching baby china's watching and 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 putin's watching and and you know the world's watching and they're laughing yeah. they're having a great time with this man they're right. rolling in it so anyway you're right because you know vladimir putin he, he's not a stupid white boy either no he's not <laughs> And she certainly isn't. (laughs) So here we are. (laughs) There's no stupid white boys out there. Well, there is one in the White House. (sighs) God, please save America. Good morning, Trey. I'd like to call into the show, but out here in the oil field, I can't hold on. So my question is, with all the money going to Ukraine, doesn't Congress have to approve the spending since they control the purse? Now, that is a man who knows civics. God bless you, Brandon. Because you know civics, and you know the way the Constitution works, obviously. You paid attention in school. Great job, Brandon. And under normal circumstances, you would be correct. But here's what Congress did a long time ago. They said to the president, we'll give you a certain amount of power over a certain amount of the purse strings in certain circumstances and situations. This president, once again, as he's done with ass-kissing, has taken this to an all-new level, where he's just handing out billions upon billions of dollars as we are fighting a proxy war in Ukraine. And once again, yesterday... As Joe did last week when he flew over there and said, here's $500 million to Zelensky. Janet Yellen fly, flies over there yesterday. The Treasury Secretary says, here's $1.2 billion. They're just taking, they're bleeding us dry to take it to Ukraine as we fight a war in Ukraine. And they get around having to go to Congress and ask for a declaration of war by not officially getting us into a war, see? And if they don't officially, this is, this is the whole thing. It goes back to Eisenhower when he was leaving the office, and he said, you will now be in wars forevermore, undeclared wars forevermore, because the industrial military complex has learned that if they want to make a ton of money, they've got to kill a lot of people so they can make a lot of bombs. The more people you kill, the more bombs. The more bombs, the more people you kill, and on and on it goes. And the people who get rich are the industrial military complex. General and President Dwight D. Eisenhower told us that on the way out of the office. He said, you have got to stop this now. Well, look what's happened since he left. We have not been out of a war since, but they're not declared wars, are they? And that locks Congress and the American people out of the decision-making process, okay? So these guys just continually, and they, they both have done it. Bush did it, too. They continually get us into these wars. The only one that was getting us out of wars was Donald Trump. Why? Because he's not one of them. And they got him, didn't they? Took a little China help with COVID, but they got him. But he was the only one that wasn't getting us into more wars and into more wars and more wars. He was ending it. 
And they couldn't have that. So now we're fighting a war. We're fighting Russia and China. Boy, it's brilliant. Brilliant move on their part. And no declaration of war. So no, the American people do not have any say-so in it. And again, Janet Yellen said that phrase that they're using. We're with you for as long as it takes Ukraine. Now, Ukraine has been corrupt for eons, and for eons, countries and politicians have laundered money through Ukraine to go back into their pockets. That's a fact. Now, what they may... Look, I'm not a fan of Vladimir Putin. He needs to be stopped. But the American people should have a say-so when we're in a war, and we're in a war. And none of this has been brought before the American people. And again, that phrase, we're with you for as long as it takes. What does that mean? For as long as what takes? If you, if you actually think that if Vlad stops bombing today, that we're done and we're not going to spend any more money over there, you're nuts. I want what you're drinking. That's not going to happen. The only way that we're going to stop this and regain power and control is you've got to reelect somebody like a Donald Trump, if not Donald Trump, like a Donald Trump, who is going to return the power back to the people where it belongs. 210-599-5555. Do you have a gas stove? This administration is going to make you yank it out of your house. Hell, high water windstorm. I'll explain coming up. And I'll take your calls as well, Trey Ware, here on KTSA. For my bank, and one of my great friends, and a great mentor to me, and a great spiritual brother to me, is David McGee at Amogee Bank. You can depend on the folks at Amogee Bank to do what's right for you and your family. You see there, your family bank. And that means your family banking services that you need for your personal banking. But it also means if you have a family business of any size, doing anything. Amogee is right there with you. Now, you might already have a financial partner in your family-run business, and that's cool. But I can tell you, without even knowing who that might be, I can tell you that Amogee is a great advantage for those who are in family businesses. First of all, they've made this their specialty. They focus on family-run businesses. So they understand the challenges. They look ahead. They see the future. They talk with you about these things. They answer all of your questions in a very relaxed, easy kind of way. They just want to make your life in your family-run business as easy as it can be. You've got enough headaches. You've got enough hassles. And they don't want to add to that. In fact, they want to take that away from you, make it really super easy to do your business and your financial side when you've got a family-run business. Check them out. Sit down with them. Talk with them about how they can improve your family business at Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Very warm today and tomorrow. 90 is possible both days. And very, very windy on Thursday, particularly Thursday afternoon into the evening. So if that's your trash day, just be aware the trash can might end up in Catula. Right now it's 53 at KTSA. Good morning. We'll start with some good... You talk about a song that has spanned time. My granddaughter loves this song. So, this was what, 1985, right? Yeah. I was, uh, I put magic on came, the air. Came out around the time I graduated from high school. Yeah. So it kind of you know, made sense thanks. at the time. I, <laughs> yeah, it made sense. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. wants to rule the world. Yeah. I just put magic on the air yeah. as the first program director, and that came out, and we couldn't play it enough. I mean, every time right. I turn around, people, oh, yeah. play that, play the tears. I for think free. the place I worked at was every sixty to ninety minutes. As yeah, well. right. Yeah. Well, we had those songs here uh, because we were top forty, and that literally meant forty. Yeah, you had forty songs, and then you had what we called recurrence, which were some of the oldies, but we only had a handful of those. Yeah, and top of every hour, whatever the big record was, we played it. Yeah. You know, six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, yeah. whatever it was, we played yeah. it. That was it for weeks. It, well, that, that song there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was eighty five. In nineteen eighty, it was Funky Town at the top of every. <laughs> it's funny how some of those just stay with you forever. They do. Yeah, yeah. And and now the new generation loves it. Like yeah. I said, my granddaughter loves that song. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's just if you if you pick it apart, you know, instrument by instrument, segment by segment, it's really a perfect song. I'll tell I you, mean, there's really I. I listen back to it, and it's like everything about it is. I'll just tell you another one from that era that people still love: True Spandau Ballet. Yeah, they love the vocal work on that song. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now let me dive off here because if you were with me last half hour, I told you about Proposition Forty Seven in California, which is essentially much like 
what they're trying to do here in San Antonio and what the mayor is pushing in San Antonio to make crime pay, okay? Uh, imagine that. A mayor of a major metropolitan city in America backing something that will make crime pay. Oh, 750 bucks. Oh, sure. You can come in, take what you want for 750 bucks, and then walk right on out the door, and you're not going to get in trouble for it. And what they have now in California with Proposition 47 is they have criminals, shoplifters, fencers, all that kind of stuff. They're open, they're, they're operating openly and with impunity, which means nobody gets them in trouble. The cops leave them alone. The cops don't do anything to them. Why? Well, why should they? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not a big deal if they commit a crime. And they're trying to bring that to San Antonio. And your mayor, Mayor Ron Nuremberg, supports that. And if you're in the business community, if you're in business and you're supporting this mayor, you're crazy. I'm sorry, with all due respect. Because this is going to be detrimental to your business. Just check into Prop 47 in California and see what it has done to shoplifting and crime rates like this. In California, there's there's grocery stores. They're called Safeway out there. It's much like our HEBs here. Where they're fencing the law-abiding customers inside the store. They do not let you out until you prove that you have paid your bill. You're behind a fence. Now, see, when I grew up, the bad guys went behind fences, not the law-abiding people. The bad guys were the ones who were locked up, not the law-abiding people. But in this world, they've turned everything upside down. The law-abiding people are the ones who are behind the fences. So that's going on in California. We don't even have to guess how this is going to play out in San Antonio. We already know because we see it in California. The same thing is true with banning gas, natural gas, and natural gas stoves. Let me tell you about restaurants in California. There are a bunch of restaurants out there that have to have gas on all the time because that's what they use to cook their soups. There's Thai restaurants, Chinese restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. They cook their soups. They put their soups on gas, low flame, for 16 to 20 hours. Okay? Now these restaurants, because of the gas legislation in California, which Biden is trying to do for all of America, these restaurants, their gas monthly gas bill has gone from an average of $800 to $8,200. $800 to $8,200. Now, if you have gas here, you know what that's like because you've already seen an increase. Not like that, but you've seen an increase. And so there are restaurants out there that are raising their prices, raising their prices, and they're running their customers off, and they're just about to close down. That's happening here. So we don't have to guess what this gas stuff is going to do to us across the country as Joe Biden continues to come after your gas. And he's coming after your gas stove, by the way. They just announced yesterday a pending new energy-efficient rule, is what they're calling it, from the Department of Energy, would ban 50% of current gas stoves. 50% of current gas stoves would be banned. Which means you'd have to retrofit your home and go get a new stove, and if you stayed with gas, a little bitty pissant flame about that big would try to cook your food. Little bitty pissant flame about that big would cook your food. That's what they're talking about doing. That's your president. And that rule, by the way, is separate from the Consumer Product Safety Commission rule that would also take in after the gas stove industry. Gas stoves are doing nothing to harm anybody. Why? Because the flame burns the stuff up. It's not harming you. It's not harming the environment. But these eco-terrorists, and that's what they are, and that's what Joe Biden is in this entire administration, full of eco-terrorists, they don't really care how much you suffer. They don't really care if they run you out of business. They don't care. Eco-terrorists who are slamming down on business people by taking away one of the cheapest forms of energy and the same thing for homeowners. Do you have gas upstairs in your water heater? Do you have gas in your furnace? Do you have a gas fireplace? They're coming after all of this stuff for no reason at all. The flame burns up whatever might be in there that would be harmful. 
They're echo terrorists is what they are. They, oh, no, they're not blowing stuff up. There, there's already people out there who are doing that. There's people out there who are blowing trucks up and, you know, destroying tires on trucks. Those are echo terrorists who are active in that way. No, these are, th- these are echo terrorists, though. And they're coming after your natural gas, and they're trying to take it away from you. And they don't care how much you suffer. That's the point. They just don't care how much you suffer. And two years ago, when we had snow here, the only way I could cook a meal or stay warm, I could light a fire in a fireplace because I had gas, and I had a gas stove, and I could cook something on the gas stove. The electricity didn't work. It was gone. Gone. Now, while he's doing that to you, while he's doing that to you and going to harm you and you're going to freeze and you're going to go hungry, while he's doing that to you, China has approved the equivalent of two large coal plants each week last year as we're shutting down coal plants, as we're taking away natural gas here in the United States. China's ramping it up. They're opening up two coal plants every week in China. Now, some countries have mandated citizens to reduce energy consumption. They tell citizens, you can only do this much. You can only heat your house this much. You can only cool your house this much. You can only cook this much. You can only do this much. Mandating energy consumption. And Democrats in Congress are debating that right now in the United States. How's that for land of the free, home of the brave, when they tell you how much energy you can use a month? How's that for land of the free? Live free or die, America. Live free or die. You've got to get that attitude and you've got to wake people up as to what these people are doing to destroy life in the United States. Back in just a minute, 210-599-5555. Church Funeral Home, great people at Church. They are your family funeral home to take care of all of your questions about funeral planning and to do it basically for you as you sit down with them and talk with them about what you'd like to have in terms of a funeral for somebody that you love, in terms of your own funeral. Church Funeral Home will be there to help line two. Uh, Church Funeral Home be there to help you get through that planning process, make those decisions that are best for your family. Make those decisions that are best for you and help you pay for it in today's dollars. So many, many years down the road, your family doesn't have to try to pay for it out of insurance or whatever inheritance or whatever you leave behind. Shirts will always be here for you. And by the way, I just want you to know they're always there to answer the phone, too, at Shirts Funeral Home. So if it's 2 or 4 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Shirts Funeral Home will take your call. At Church Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. Join Fella Health now at fellahealth.com. And be white, but I know you're not stupid. But I'm, by the way, you know, I'm not, I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah. I know where the power is. He ain't no white cracker. He ain't no white cracker. No, not him. Mm-mm. And then Kamala got super black yesterday at the White House. No, I mean even more black than she normally is. Here she is. I think he's going to get in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you make us so proud. Oh, no, wait a minute. She wants people to sign up for the internets, too, you know what I mean? So she's telling people how to sign up for the internet. To check if you qualify for the ACP. Look at your neighbor. (laughs) Look at your neighbor. Go over there at your neighbor. To check if you qualify, go to get internet. Ah, oh, man, you know to what? check if you qualify, uh-huh. go to internet.gov. That is one, she is one very feeble white boy heart attack away. Oh, man. One very feeble white boy heart attack away. How'd that make you feel? Let's go to line one, and John, you're on KTSA. Good morning, John. Hey. I got to stop laughing here just a second. I was referring back to your uh, talking about taking our gas away. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, correct me if I'm wrong, but Biden is selling it to the Chinese. He is. He is. While they're putting two coal plants a week on, absolutely, he is selling uh, uh, gas reserves from our uh, strategic petroleum reserve. Now, I was talking about natural gas, but he's allowing that everywhere else but here in the United States. They've got their jack boot on your neck and they're pressing harder 
and they don't care how much you suffer. Like in California, those restaurants that have to cook their soup on low heat for a long time, they really don't care that they're now going from $800 a month in natural gas costs and energy costs to $8,200 a month. And that's just going to run them out of business because you raise your prices and people are going to go away. 50, and, and this, this, by the way, is coming back to San Antonio. 50 Austin police officers have signed retirement papers since the start of this year, and another 27 retirement packages are out for signature right now. Austin is bleeding at police officers, and that's coming to San Antonio. Ron Nirenberg, the current mayor who wants to continue as your mayor, is continuing now. Not to defund the police, but to demoralize the police to chase them off. The exact same thing they have done in Austin. And you can't get a cop in Austin now. Nobody's signing up. Nobody's going through the academy. Nobody wants to be a cop in Austin anymore. They are retiring in record. No- I have all the records right here. These are record numbers for retirements and, and guys who are leaving the police force up there. Washington Post. We decided to examine every possible regulatory change made under Trump that could be related to the accident, the train accident, East Palestine, and assess whether it could have made an impact. This is the Washington Post, the anti-Trump newspaper for America of record. From our analysis, none of the regulatory changes made during the Trump administration can be cited as contributing to the accident. That's not what Pete Booty said. Pete Booty said it's Trump's fault. Well, the Washington Post looked at every single regulatory change, and not one of them would have caused that accident. NTSB said the same thing. Hey, I'm curious. Whatever happened to the balloon shooting game? Isn't it interesting that nobody's doing that anymore? They're not shooting any more squiggly men in the sky? That was kind of an obsession for a couple of weeks, wasn't it? And we were flying F-22s up there every 10 minutes to shoot down another, I don't know, Bango the clown uh, doggy that he made is floating around up there. Are you facing retirement soon? Okay, well, be looking at your Social Security. Pay close attention. group of bipartisan senators are discussing about reforming Social Security now. One of the ways that they're talking about right now is raising the retirement age to 70. 70 changing the existing formula that calculates monthly benefits from one based on a worker's average earnings over 35 years to a different formula based on the number of years you spent working and paying into Social Security, and a maximum taxable income and the payroll tax increase to ensure that Social Security stays on track for another 75 years. So they're talking about raising the retirement age, changing the calculations, and going up on the maximum taxable income and the taxes to pay for it. So those are all changes that are coming. Chip Roy is going to join me next. I want to tell you about Lifestyles Unlimited and FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Check them out. Use my name as your promo code. These folks over at Lifestyles Unlimited teach you how to invest in real estate. There's a way to do it. You've got to have the keys to unlock success in real estate and with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, with your promo code WHERE, they know what those keys are. They're going to hand you those keys so that you can start to profit from day one investing in real estate, and then your financial freedom is just a moment away. Now, yeah, you got to work on it. That's for sure. This is not get rich quick. Those things do not exist. There's no such thing as get rich quick. But if you'll work it the way they teach you to work it, you'll start to see success with your real estate venture. You can uh, successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties and get together with some really cool, fun folks in the process, make some great new friendships that will be beneficial to you for your long-term financial freedom. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Premium hardwood flooring at wholesale prices. It's away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next. That is what's happening. On News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Q Ringo. 649 KTSA. Go ahead and, yeah, let's just hear a bit of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a day tripper? 
Coming up, Congressman Chip Roy is going to join me in just a second. Good on this Vermont Christian school. They have forfeited to an opposing team in a state championship uh, tournament, uh, girls basketball. Why? Because they got a boy playing on the opposing team as girl. And the Christian team said, nope, nope, that's unsafe. We're not going to go for it. We'd rather, we would rather forfeit than give up our principles. So, nope, good on them. Hey, boys, get out of the girls' world, okay? Just knock it off. If you can't be a success competing against boys, then do something else. Get on the math team. I don't know. Do something else. But this is ridiculous. Every day I see another story where a boy is moving in on the girls' world. It's insanity that we're letting that go on. Pennsylvania School District considering bringing feelings into the math curriculum. That's right. How does this 2 plus 2 make you feel? I know you had algebra earlier. Are, are you upsetting other people by, by having algebra? Can we talk about how you feel about trigonometry? Because that's important. Hey, as you look at this division and subtraction, are you feeling okay about that? I mean, would you would you like to talk to me about this? Seven minus two, huh? What? Would you like to have some conversation about geometry? And you can tell me, is it upsetting to you? Do these angles bother you when you see them? <laughs> Public education in America, shot baby, shot. I know that's a broad brush, and I know there's good educators out there. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about, in general, public education in America is shot. Teachers' unions, worst thing to ever happen to public education and kids. Teachers' unions need to be gone. Wichita Public Schools training their teachers not using preferred pronouns leads to death. If you're a teacher in Wichita, Kansas, and you don't use the preferred pronoun and if you don't hide it from the parents... Well, you could be killing that child. Uh huh. You're going to upset that child so much that they're going to go take their own life because you didn't call him a her, her a him, or they these Z's, and you didn't keep it secret from mom and dad. That's right. That's what they teach teachers in Wichita. You're killing children if you don't use their preferred pronoun or if you tell their parents. Well, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid, that's for sure. I'm not a stupid cracker. How are you? Hey, there's a there's a news story out this morning. It's just kind of like a headline thing. It says the mayor's results in the mayoral race in Chicago. It could take days before the result is known. I'm going to ask you a rhetorical question. I'm going to tell you before I ask it. It's a rhetorical question. What is up with elections that are run by Democrats? Why can't they get same-day results? It's a rhetorical question. We all know. Election day for Democrats is to find out how many votes they need to go find. That's what election day is for Democrats. They run election day, and they look around. They go, okay, how many votes do I need to be able to win? How many do I need? How many do I need? And that's what they go about doing. All right, let's go to Stevens Roofing uh, Newsmaker Hotline. My friend and my congressman, Chip Roy, is joining us here on KTSA with Trey Ware. Hey, Chip, how are you? Great, Trey. How are you? Congressman, it's always an, an honor to speak with you. And I was watching a, a Twitter back and forth yesterday. One guy was trying to dispute something that you have said, and you, once again, are correct. And it was proven in San Diego yesterday with 232 pounds of fentanyl, street value of $3 million for, uh, from a single vehicle, not in a port of entry yesterday. It was enough to kill 50 million people. This stuff is flowing across the border, not just at ports of entry, but all across the border. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I, I find it um, somewhere between amusing and and um, and frustrating that uh, you know the press continues to try to focus on this ridiculous argument about well, because we don't know what all is going in between the ports of entry because our border patrol agents aren't out there. So of course we're catching more at the ports of entry because. That's where the Border Patrol is predominantly uh, uh, working, right? The, and so the fact is, the, in the exact tweet that this guy from the Washington Post uh, hit back with, he said something like, I don't know, X thousand pounds have been caught at the ports of entry, a lot, like 14,000 or some number, and then like five, 500 pounds between the ports of entry this quarter. Well, first of all, 500 pounds of fentanyl is a ton of fentanyl. 
It is a lot of fentanyl. It is a lot of fentanyl that will kill Americans. So even if he's right, it should be massively troubling, especially when you know it only represents a fraction of what's actually coming through between the ports of entry. And when you know that this stuff's getting caught at the ports of entry, you know there's a lot that you're not catching. It's a completely ridiculous argument. The fact is the border is overwhelmed. Border Patrol is getting crushed every day because of the ridiculous policies of this administration. And as a result, Americans are dying by the thousands. Uh, 500 pounds of fentanyl will kill about 100 million Americans or maybe even more than that. Uh, we should sanction China for, for sending the stuff into Mexico, and we should also go after the cartels. It's that simple. And, of course, obviously control the freaking border like it was under Trump. That's exactly right. And thank you for mentioning going after the cartels. Uh, and the best way for us to do that is to either designate them as terrorists or go ahead and authorize the military to go after them. Um, and, and you've got to go take them out and treat them the same way you would as if you knew full well that ISIS was, you know, five miles off of our border or one mile or five feet off our border like the cartels are. And, and at the end of the day, the only way to stop the flow of people coming across the border, I want to be very clear, the only way is to stop encountering and releasing them like this administration is doing, the vast majority of whom do not have a legitimate claim to asylum. They're simply saying the word or not even saying the word and getting released. That's why you've got to pass legislation or enact, you know, legislation along with spending bills, appropriations bills, like my bill, H.R. 29, that would simply say to the Secretary of State, you shall detain for the entirety of an adjudication of asylum claim and you will not release them. That's it. And unfortunately, a very tiny fraction of the Republican Party seems to be opposed to that. Uh, but we're going to keep fighting that out in order to get 218 Republicans to make sure we do what we said we would do, what we campaigned to do, which is to fight this administration and get them to secure the border. i got to let you go because i got the news, but please keep kicking ass and taking names. You're doing such a wonderful job for us, and I appreciate your time as always, sir. Thanks, Ray. God bless. You too. That is uh, Congressman Chip Roy joining me here. Where in Rima, coming up next, KTSA. I hear people say it all the time. 